This week, we are once again proud to be sponsored by the brilliant... Just give me a second there, Lee. ICT. <laughs> I am going to do the sponsorship this week because I've actually been using this brand in my school. And yeah. it is the absolutely fantastic PE Passport. Boom. PE Passport are sponsoring two Mr. P's this week. And I can tell you firsthand that the app that I use for my school PE now makes everything so much easier. The, the the resources that are on there, the lesson plans, the assessments, everything, it's dream stuff. If only there was an English passport or a or whatever other subject they did. <laughs> Maths passport. <laughs> Maths passport. Yeah. But for all your PE needs. Oh, it's it's absolutely I could not recommend it highly enough. And if you go to the website primarypepassport.co.uk and quote Mr. P, you will get 10% off your subscription. So spread the word with your PE coordinators, PE teachers, and get signed up today. Hello and welcome to episode 70, season 4, episode 10 of Two Mr. P's in a Podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. Here we are, guys. We are back for another lockdown virtual episode. I mean, everything's being done virtually now, isn't it? Every single thing is being done virtually. Um, you know, podcasts. I can't think of any other examples off the top of my concerts, head. Concerts. Concerts. Yeah. Do, yeah. Just yeah. everything. It's like you're that guy out of the wedding singer where he's behind the curtain and I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, my word. Has it been a busy, busy week? I mean, I say it's a lockdown episode, but if you're working in a school, is it a real lockdown? Is it a real lockdown? Um, I, I, I don't know because... Oh, where where do we start? Where oh where do we start? I think I'll I'll let you go first, Adam. How has your week been? Um, well, before I I get into my week, I just want to say a massive thank you that you've been able to fit us into your busy schedule, Mister Mister Famous Man, Mister Manchester Evening News. Oh, I yeah. can't believe before I know we're going to touch upon it later, but the fact that the headline had the word rant in it. I take my hat off to you, Brad. <laughs> uh, well, here's, here's the thing. You said last week that you don't like my rants. But listen, there was plenty of people, I think pretty much a million who've watched it, appreciated the rant. But like I say, we'll get on to that when I talk about my yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Well, how's your yeah, week so been? I'm glad, you've been able to, I'm glad you've been able to, you know, just fit your younger brother in for a little bit of face <laughs> hey, time. It never fit you in. <laughs> <laughs> Never fit you in anyway. Um, Can we just start by saying the the best laugh I've had all week? The funniest thing that tickled me was when I shared that Austin Powers fat bastard reface video. I have never done one of those videos where you put your face in someone else's face. That has fit so well. I mean, if you've not seen it, get over to Facebook, search to Mr. P's in a podcast, join the group, and a massive welcome to everyone who's joined the group over the past week. Because I think last week we were close to getting 10,000 uh, people in the group. We've now, it's over 12,000. Is that right, Adam? Yeah, it's over 12 now. I mean, that's a sad, that's a sad <laughs> time in my life when 
my face fits perfectly on fat bastard <laughs> <laughs> so it was just yeah it was linked to your david lloyd story last week oh it just honestly i cry laughed claire was like what are you laughing at and i was like it just fits so well <laughs> That's, did, yeah i'll give you i'll give you I'll give you props there. It was, it was your hair. Um, it was your hair. Like your beard on the picture was the exact same colour as the chest hair. <laughs> well, you just let it go. We just let it go. Um, oh, glory. <laughs> anyway, how's your yeah, week been? Um, my week. So it's just been, it's been probably like everyone who listens to this who is working in school. It's just been, it's just been absolutely crackers. It's been, it's been hard. It's been tiring. It's been strangely rewarding at times. It's just, it, but the, the reason why I'm finding it so tough is I'm working. Yeah. Uh, I'm working obviously full time. Kim is trying, well, he's working remotely, like on a rotor system, but she's got both kids at home. Yeah. So when I come home from a long, <laughs> a long day at school, and 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 I think everyone will bat me here, is you, you'd much prefer to have like thirty in a class than like three or four. The the days are harder, the longer. You know, it's amazing to be with the children, but the days just seem to be going backwards, and it's like it's it's hard. So when when you finally finish that day, it depends, and then you as get well home. As- so. It depends on what kids you've got in your class as well, because if you've got kids in your class who connect with what you're learning, you know, when you've got 30 in a class, there's always a couple. We talk, we've talked about them before. There's your bankers. Do you know what I mean? You throw a question mm. out, there's always going to be that hand up. There's always someone to go to. It's not that you always go to that person. You know, you throw it around a little bit. Oh, I'm seeing the same hands up all the time. But when, when in need, yeah. especially in an observation, you know you can bang, whoever it is, Phoebe, right, yeah. she's got it, right. Go on, Phoebe, off you go. But if Phoebe's learning from home now, <laughs> you've got five man kids in yeah. your class. <laughs> right, children, can anyone tell tell us what we learned yesterday? Doubt it. You know that day is going to be long. <laughs> it's going to be a long is, yeah, day. That's what I mean. And to be fair, you know, what, what I've been doing, I've been doing bits and bobs here and there and... and it's been fine, but so I get home and it's tiring, it's stressful, it's it's I'm a hundred percent finding lockdown three harder uh than than lockdown one and two. Because like we always say, there was there was that kind of innocence, there was that kind of naivety strange like excitement, yeah, of like, oh, this is different. Oh, let's do yeah. a zoom quiz. Anyone offers me a zoom quiz now, I tell them to shove it. I don't yeah. want to know. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm well, I, I could smash the quiz. I could win the quiz. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Yeah, I think but even like... about it. <laughs> Joe Wicks, even hit, you know, the positivity. I think there's something behind the eyes this time around where he's just like, <laughs> I've not got these burpees in me. Because honestly, out of everyone, he must have been the person when Boris announced it who went, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I'm going to have to do more <laughs> bloody squats. I've already got the resurrection. I've already done it. I've got my MBE. I don't need it anymore. But hats off to him. Hats off to him. He's doing it again, isn't he? I mean, I've not logged it. Yeah, he crawled out. He he crawled out from behind the stone and resurrected. (laughs) Came back to do the daily sessions. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Oh Lord, I'll save you, Mr. Wicks. Um, yeah, so then you know, so then I put the key in my door 
And I'm like, you know, honestly, because, you know, I've got, everyone knows I've got four-year-old Isla. I've got one-and-a-half-year-old Max. He's climbing, he's walking, he's everywhere now. He's teething bad, so he's not sleeping great. Kim's not having great sleeps, meaning I'm not having great sleeps. So I put the key in the door at the end of the day, and I walk in. The house looks like a bomb site. It looks like, <laughs> you know, there's just Lego toys, everything all over the crisps. And I look and Kim's like, and bless her, she's trying the hardest to work and she's trying to sort the kids out and play with them and home home teach Isla and all sorts. And it's just like, you know, I walk in and Kim's looking like, you know, she's she's losing the will. And she's just kind of like, can you have him for a minute? But I'm equally like, no. <laughs> you know, no, 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 I can't. Um, and it's like, you know, so I have to, you know, take my hat off to Kim massively. I know you always say that I praise my wife a lot on this pod, oh, but she's been much. unreal. And I, and there is there is there is a, another little shout out I want to do is for teachers who are working in school who have obviously got kids and stuff as well. Yeah. Because it is it's it's crazy crazy chicken jar crazy. Yeah, I mean uh, what before when you said you said um you know, I'd take 30 kids in a class over. I thought you were going to say teaching your own kids. I would take 35 kids in a class all day over teaching my my own kids. And, you know, I was, I was, I was actually going to say, I know you normally do all the, the gushing about your wife, but I'm going to step up here and just say that this week, especially my, my wife has just been un, unreal because I had a real panic with, because... Um, this last week has probably been up there as one of the most busy and just stressful weeks I've ever had as a teacher. Um, and I think loads of other teachers will, will, will sympathize or empathize with that. It'll be the same for them. And I've not, I've not literally been anywhere. Like I'm not going in school because I've had the letter to say that I've got to isolate. So I'm just waiting on the ye old vaccine to come through um bloody i'll be downing that like a bottle of beer when i next get to go out <laughs> give me that vaccine and i'm doing it um so uh, my my panic was like i was because i'll go on to what what this week's been like but uh um yeah claire's just stepped up and just sort of been like you go and do your work and i'll i'll sort the kids which uh you know as a teacher i feel dead bad because really that's my sort of uh not expertise because i'm not an expert at all but yeah, it's just allowed me to do everything that I've needed to do. So yeah, hats off, uh, hats off to Claire. It's like it's like being back. married to a, it's like being married to a plumber, and then you're having like you know pipe issues, and then the 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 the, the, the husband being like, "Can you sort that, babe?" Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Not really an expert on the old pipes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being an electrician, and then the and it, everything keeps sparking. Like babes, just want to sort that. <laughs> <laughs> so that I'm not really, yeah, yeah. I can't really touch that. For married, you. married to a chef. Oh, my parents coming over. Can you rustle something up? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, can you just do it? I've got enough. No. So, um, yeah. I mean, this week. I mean, I, I, I did a, I did a massive rant last week on the episode, which I think people could really sort of relate to, and it resonated. And then, literally, the day after, Gavlar stands up in Parliament. I mean. 
Oh, what's good about these? What's good about these weekly episodes now is that you know I was thinking if we're doing these weekly episodes, we're not missing out on any news because usually something would happen as soon as we release an episode. Then it's two weeks, and by the time we've got the app, it's like oh, it's moved on. Whereas this week, yeah, so yeah. much has happened. I still feel like we're on fortnightly episodes because that Gavilar's announcement where he stood up in Parliament and basically said that if if parents aren't happy with homeschooling, they can report it to Ofsted. That was the last straw for me. I was like fuming. I, and, and I just was laying away. I was just lie, lying, lying in bed, just thinking of how just disrespectful and just clear, I said it last week, this government just do not care about teachers. The, the lack of respect towards our, our profession is at an all-time low from the government. And and honestly, it was about half one uh, in the morning and I was just wide awake and I, I've just got to write this down. I've just got to write everything on my in my head, just get it down. So I sat, sat on my phone, Claire's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Don't you dare moan to me about being tired in the morning. I was like, Claire, I won't be able to sleep until I write it. And then the next day I, I sat at my, my computer and I, I made this, this video, the rant. And, um, you know, it wasn't a rant. I almost feel like I want to do a rant about the rant, but I wasn't ranting. Um, I don't even consider it really to be a rant compared to some of the stuff I've said on here. I think it was yeah, but just... it, to be fair. To be fair, though, it, I just think it's you and your tone and the way you yeah. speak, because I feel like you've ranted since we started this app. Even when you asked me how my week was, it felt ranty. It was like, <laughs> so what was your week? I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, think, I think I was fine until the age of around about four. And then something happened in my life when I was about four years old that just turned me into a right ranty B, B word. So, um, so yeah, I made the video and I just felt like I wasn't being... I didn't feel like I was moaning and complaining about having to do the work. I felt like my thoughts really reflected on just how teachers and school staff have been treated within a week of the, you know, there's been no sort of respect, no sort of time or understanding. It was just teachers thrown into the lion's den again with no sort of consideration at all. And uh, anyway, put it on on the Friday, I think it was. And um, yeah, it just went crazy. So pretty much with by that night, it had got onto the Manchester Evening News, um, which I was absolutely fuming with because, well, I felt the article was nice, but the, the headline was just so, oh, it was just annoying. It was just, that's what the media do though, don't they? They twist whatever they can to try and get as many clicks as possible. Because it was something like, um, teacher does sweary rant at government this week well i didn't swear once in the whole uh i insinuated I, I swore but i didn't actually swear um it was just sort of like a comedic skit to show how frustrated i was as a teacher but straight away that headline just invited so many gammons to just start giving me as much loads of abuse which you know you're always going to get when anything gets in the newspapers and it does really does frustrate me because those like whether it's the Daily Mail, Manchester Evening News, whatever newspaper, the comment section on those news sites need to be policed better in that 
you've got to be accountable on the sites at the minute. Now we had it when we were on the in the MEN at the summer. People can just go on completely anonymously, write whatever they want. And the newspapers could sort that out straight away. They could make sure that your email or your name is displayed. But as soon as they do that, everyone goes, turns into, because they're all cowards and they won't do it by their name. It's all, oh, no, no. So because they could be anonymous, they just throw out the most hurtful and horrible sort of comments and just nasty stuff. And there was one particular person who just kept going in on the fact that I own a business on the side and I couldn't have an opinion on the situation because how stressed can I be if I'm able to do a business on the side? And that just really wound me up because it's just sort of, well, I'm entitled to whatever opinion I want to give you, absolute dome, you know. So the positives from it is, I'd say, on the socials, on Facebook, Instagram, I've never had a video that has led to as many messages and DMs I'm talking hundreds of people who said, I, I appreciate that so much. It was exactly what I've needed after this week, uh, which obviously then drowns out any sort of negativity. And to everyone who did message, I've, I've tried to read as many as I possibly can do. And I sincerely appreciate uh, all the messages. And I'm so grateful that it was able to help because it just feels at the minute that there's no one who's given the opportunity or the platform to speak on behalf of teachers because anyone from the unions gets shot down straight away because they work at the unions. Um, you know, no one in the, in the, in the limelight of TV, radio, anything like that. Greg James does it to be fair. He's quite a champion of teachers. So I quite like him. So I, I feel like in a without blowing my own trumpet that I, I'm able to be that voice and and I feel like that video really did resonate with a lot of people. And yeah, the, the sort of messages that I got were just un, un, unreal. So it was. It was... Now I'll uh, I'll give you I'll give you I'll give you some cred. I gave you some cred last week. And even though you just basically said that your life started getting terrible when I was born, <laughs> I was wondering whether you'd pick up on that. I wondered whether you'd actually make the connection there. Obviously, I'm joking, Adam. As we took, do me, this- took me a good took me a good two to three minutes to do the math. <laughs> um, but no, I have to say, you know, it, it was it I it took me a while to watch it. Um, <laughs> because as soon as I see one of your videos that's over two minutes, I'm always like, right, I'll wait until I have really bad diarrhea and then <laughs> <laughs> it, it'll just kind of partner my toilet trip. Um but <laughs> I have to say, um I watched it, I watched it, and I wasn't on the toilet. I had some Imodium, cleared it up. <laughs> um, and I uh, I watched it, and I have to say, I, I was I was kind of fist-pumping a lot. I was like, yes, go on the bro, go on the brother. And then a, another yeah. part of me was like, you know, all these people watching this video, I hope they realise he's got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned the and podcast. Then, no, I know you did, which was funny. And then... um. The thing is, and we've said this before, it's like when you know, and I joke around being the Mitchell brothers, and I'm and I'm Ross Kemp, and <laughs> I like because I'm all, I've always been like this with you because I'm always a bit you know the rough and ready one. I I don't like people having a go at you, and I you know you're yeah, you you're, are quite you're, defensive, you're, aren't you? Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm defensive and I'm hard, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're you're like very soft and weak. <laughs> And I'm Ian Beale. I've got nothing left. <laughs> and there was a comment, there was a comment, wasn't there, 
where that guy was like, the guy said something like, um, blah, 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 blah. Come and have a go if you think you're hard enough. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking, he might not be hard enough, but I bloody am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just yeah, can't, I can't deal though. I just think, obviously, I am learning to kind of, because um, you're talking about, it made me laugh, you're talking about, um, you know, like false headlines. Yeah. I'm just thinking the next time I'm in the paper, I wonder if they'll go ripped up Jim Bod gets himself in trouble. <laughs> Jesus I mean, Christ, they've got it wrong. <laughs> to be fair, when it went on Facebook, the Manchester Evening News, there were so many comments that had a go at the headline because it was like he didn't swear once, he just spoke about what it's been like for teachers this week. Um so I appreciate everyone's support of it. It was, it was, <laughs> and then I mean, that was my week. The weekend just uh, sort of flew. I mean, you can't really do anything else at the weekend anyway. Um, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do because we sort of went on a walk around uh, the Ermston Meadows. On, on Well, we went on a bike ride on the Saturday and we did a walk on the Sunday. Obviously, just our household, no mixing at all. And on a, the Meadows is battered because you can't travel anywhere at the minute. So it's not like you can go anywhere else to walk. Um and 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 it's like, well, what they're going to end up doing because they can't keep allowing people to all walk about the streets to get exit because literally it was almost like a festival. It was that busy, just people walking through. I know we're outside and stuff, yeah, but they're talking about making the restrictions even tighter, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, it's one of them, isn't it? It's, we spoke last week about... Um, you know, and then you posted a video, and, and to be fair, I did find the video really funny where it was like uh, the best thing the government have done during this time. And it was when we were talking about cancelling the daily updates. Yeah. Like, the, the, they're making the way back, aren't they, the daily updates? Well, aren't they doing a vaccine it's like, update? How many vaccines they've done they, a day? But they're doing, you know, it's just kind of like, right, just, just, just stop. Just, you know, just stop. Just yeah. sort it out. Get your finger out your goddamn a-holes <laughs> and sort it out. It's yeah. like, you know, I'm. It's a shame because we are obviously talking, you know, and 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 you know, just going back to what you were saying about the, uh, you know, the amazing messages you've received. I've, I believe it or not, I've received uh, some great messages. I put out a little video. It's kind of like a little tag team video. Um, <laughs> actually, that sounds wrong, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> It wasn't. Don't that. Google that. Um, Don't Google Mr. P's <laughs> tag team video. <laughs> Two Mr. Penises. Um, and it was uh it was it was kind of like a shout out to uh support staff and TA. Yeah, yeah. It was good. And, uh, was good. and the thing is but you, the young panel you know, I know. Learning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you um you know do represent T- teaching assistants and support staff when yeah. you say teachers but obviously just to the untrained ear um you know they might just think oh well, he's just talking about teachers so i just thought i'd make a little bit of a shout out um i put aftershave on before i did that video you know <laughs> I, I don't know what's up with me it's like i looked in the mirror and i thought right i'll do this quick video i did my hair right yeah. and i was like and then I just sprayed some of my Matthew McConaughey on. I don't know whether I thought it was going to smooth my voice out. Well, hello, teachers and sports to hell. Yeah, I'll tell you how you've been doing during this recent pandemic. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, I um, see a lot of lawbreakers up in here. 
I went to the meadows and I saw a lot of lawbreakers <laughs> up in there and that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and I had some amazing messages and people saying, you know, just, and, and more like messages about the podcast as well. And I think, you know, what what we're really lucky in the position, I know you, you've obviously got, uh, you've got your, your bloody business on the side. <laughs> but, um, you know, this podcast is like, is a dream because last week I, I have to admit, and, you know, I'm, I am very up there and I'm always laughing and joking, but it, it did hit me hard last week because, as you know, I struggle after Christmas anyway. Even if things were normal, I yeah. struggle after Christmas. I always get a bit a bit of the January blues. But obviously getting kicked in the nads repeatedly by <laughs> Boris and his chums, I was a bit like, oh, God, I don't really know where to go, what to do. But the pod coming back and obviously just how up for the pod people were and, yeah. and the response to the fact that we're doing it remotely. I mean, personally, I don't like doing it remotely as much as I love kind of sat there and, and having proper full-on, you know, interact. Because in, you raid my fridge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. I don't have the selections here, <laughs> especially after uh, especially after um, all the all your triplets have got their selection boxes. It was dream stuff, January. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, it, I think, you know, people were messaging going, you couldn't even tell you were remote. Like it was... It was amazing, and, and and obviously, you know, the podcast went up the charts. Then, yeah, it, honestly, I look forward to it. I, I can't wait to kind of get going. Me, I'm like, I mean, is it to get away from my wife and kids? Yes, but do I also <laughs> love it? Yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, and then and then talking about it being busy. So obviously, when the what lockdown went in, I was a bit like, because. Obviously, I'm not going in schools at the minute. I'm, the school visits are few and far between. I'm still doing my days at my school. But I was like, right, well, I've got my website. So my focus is going to be hammering my website, getting that full of as, as much content as possible. And in the, pi- in the pipeline, I've got, if anyone's interested, uh, a sort of scheme of work, computing scheme of work project that's ticking along that we're hopefully getting, getting going. So I'd mapped out the next few weeks like everyone else has to, I suppose, work-wise. And uh, obviously this week, I th- when, when the lockdown hit, I was like, right, okay, everyone's going to have to go to remote teaching. But, you know, we had the first lockdown. Everyone found something in that first lockdown. Well, now I've got this one. So, you know, I'm probably not going to be asked to do much support work for schools because surely they've got some, oh, wow. I tell you what, the amount of uh, requests I've had this week for like CPD and training. And so I thought, I'll, I'll tell you what, then I'll do like an online CPD session for anyone who's using Seesaw for remote learning, because that's what we use at our school. That sold out in half an hour. Then the amount, you know, requests, have you got another one? Have you got another one? So I was like, right, okay. So put another two on. Those sold out in half an hour, uh, which is amazing. I'm absolutely buzzing because I just didn't think, uh, I didn't think a teachers have the time or the inclination or you know the need, but it, it is what it is. I'm 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 not complaining, and then um, and then I put another one on that sold. But then I said, well, you know, if you wanted a whole school virtual training session, I can do that. And then literally every night for the next two weeks, I'm pretty much booked up, apart from on a Tuesday where I've said uh, I've got the pod. Um, but what I will say, if there's anyone that is listening, 
you know, you can sign up to my website and on my website are all the tutorials you need to use Seesaw for remote learning. And actually a subscription, whole school subscription to my website is cheaper than getting me to do a virtual Zoom training session. So if there's anyone listening to this who wants that support, mrpict.com, that's all I'm, I'm, that's all I'm going to say about that. And uh, yeah, so... And, and that's all I got to say. Yeah. Um, um, but what was interesting, so going back to the sort of rant, um, the thing that wound me up, because I said this at the beginning of the episode, is it a lockdown if you're working in schools? And I think a lot of school staff are quite frustrated in the guidance that was released. So once it got announced, we were doing a lockdown on the Monday night. Head teachers were like, right, well, we need to sort a list out of which key worker vulnerable children are coming in. DFE, the funky elephants, any chance you can just, you know, point us in the right direction. And they're like, um, yeah, we'll get some out as soon as, you know, we'll, we'll sort something out. So poor head teachers left with no choice but to go off the old guidance, sending out letters. I know in my school, that's what we've had to do. We've had to send out, you know, um, requests and take those requests in and make those lists because, you know, I'm, uh, one thing I'll say about my head teacher is in his priority is, is teacher safety. He's our manager. And so he prioritizes making sure we're all safe. Um, and so he was never, he was always going to make sure it was at a quota that would be safe for the teachers and staff and so on. Um, and then the DFE bring out guidance, which I don't know if you've read, but anyone who's got a job following that guidance could be considered a key worker, right? And so depending on where you work and depending on what your leadership's like, you, you, you know, they might quite, quite happily sort of say, right, yeah, if you've, because for, for me, I don't understand if you've got one parent who's a key worker and then one parent who isn't that for me, if we're going to do a proper lockdown, considering this is at a point where the virus is spreading so much faster than it has done. <laughs> the NHS is borderline overwhelmed. We've really got to try and suppress the, the, disease, uh, the virus as much as possible. Then I think unless you've got both parents who are key workers, then you can't come in school. That's my personal view on it. Um, and yes, that means that parents are going to be put out. And yes, I know that's stressful and it's going to be hard work. But ultimately, if you're going off what the government have said, which is, you know, anyone with a job can be a key worker. Schools are at like near, near capacity, which is just craziness, because we spoke last week about how, um, you know, it's clear from all the graphs you see when Chris Whitty hits the next slide, please. And it shows you the, the growth of the virus. It always kicks off round about the beginning of September, weirdly enough, which hasn't got anything to do with the eat out to help out. It's the schools reopening. So it's clear that schools are where is, is a hot spot for where the virus is spreading. Not saying that children necessarily uh, suffering from the disease, but it's clear that they can pass it on to their family members and so on. So to then say it's going to be a lockdown, but the guidance means that it's a free for all just makes a whole mockery of it again. So what I did was I put on, cause I know what some parents are going to be like. And again, huge shout out to all the parents who are having to hold down the job and also homeschool the kids because, you know, we all, we both recognize how difficult that is. We really, really do. 
But you know there's going to be parents out there who are just going to try it on, who are just going to try their luck, you know what I mean, of getting their kids into school because ultimately they don't want to do the homeschooling, which in an ideal world, none of us do. And I'm a teacher saying that. I don't want to be homeschooling. That's why I'm getting my wife to do it, you know. Um, So It's funny, uh, Lee, when you were talking there about, um, you were like, you know, schools are a hot spot for the virus. Do you remember Strike It Lucky? With Michael Barrymore, and there <laughs> yeah. used to be hot spots. Yeah, <laughs> that's what the parents are trying to do. They're trying to strike it lucky. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I put on my Instagram story, um, you know, give give me the the weirdest excuse for why someone should get key worker status, right? So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna just gonna work through a couple of these examples. Right, so here we go. Strap yourselves in, guys, because some of these are wonderful. Right, first of all, a Botox technician, um, possibly a key worker for teachers (laughs) after this week. I'm sure plenty of them have aged terribly with the stress. Um, (laughs) This is brilliant. Someone who works in Timpsons, a key worker. (laughs) (laughs) That can't be real. Honestly. <laughs> like they would be the only people in the country allowed to get their kids into work if they if they were <laughs> get a key cut. Oh my word. That really tickled me. Um, can I have a key worker place? Or where do you work? I make keys. Um <clears throat> right, a delivery driver, um, worker in a chocolate factory. From a W Wonka, no, I'm only asking. Uh, pet food dis- distributor, <laughs> a manager at KP Nuts, <laughs> an unemployed parent. <laughs> uh, uh, what? Yeah, just now I'm unemployed, key worker. Uh, McDonald's, to be fair, to be fair, I might give you on that McDonald's. Um, dog groomer. Well, that was a weird one because during the third lockdown, no, sorry, during the second lockdown, hairdressers could had to shut. So I couldn't get my hair cut, but the dog groomers were still open, which was I found a bit weird. Um a hairdresser's shut a hairdresser's shut now. Yeah, yeah. See, that's bad for me, you know, because my beard's getting longer and my, my hair's getting longer. Yeah. And, and I said to Kim the other day, I was like, am I bringing the lockdown blonde back? And she was literally like, God, no, yeah. no. Um, a dog walker. And when they were turned down, said, yeah, but I walk dogs for key workers. <laughs> <laughs> a childminder who is looking after someone else's kids, but wanted to send her own in. <laughs> One excuse. I don't like what? teaching him. <laughs> Just can I send him in? I don't like teaching him. Uh, a kid says, uh, "Oh, mummy is very busy. She is a housewife." That's a Star Wars start. The well, key worker for you. Sports direct. Sports directs are closed, aren't they? Uh, yeah, but they are. Uh, UK's number one. <laughs> <laughs> um, a sex shop worker. I don't know if that's key worker status for me. Um, 
they are looking after other children. Oh, they're looking after their other children. There was a brilliant one. Let me just find it where it was. Um, it was because they're trying for a baby. <laughs> really? So, yeah. So can we send her in when we <laughs> can we send her in when we need to get down to business? <laughs> wow. I know. Yeah. If, if that was me, if that was me, Isla would be in school for like twenty seconds. <laughs> Just, just for the register and then back home. Yeah. Back. Snack time. Yeah. Snack time. Go and get a piece of fruit. I'll be done in a minute. <laughs> My son's dad is a key worker, I think, um, but we don't live with him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas tree farm worker. <laughs> Honestly, some of these. <laughs> a parent who works for a chain of bingo halls. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I mean, how teachers have done it this week, uh, my hat goes off to you because honestly, some of the excuse, some of the uh, requests you've had to put with, my favourite there has to be the, the person who works at Timpsons, who is a key worker. That's just brilliant. Oh, so, so funny. Um, right, so we will go with, well, we've got plenty of uh, sort of features to get into. So before we do, let's go and get a, a quick word from this week's sponsor. This week, we are once again delighted to be sponsored by Too Simple, and they want us to talk about Evidence Me. Say goodbye to post-it notes, ring binders, and scrapbooks to track learning, and say hello to the award-winning platform Evidence Me by Too Simple. Evidence Me is an app and web suite designed to enable teachers to capture learners' experiences, monitor their development, and create reports to show their progress. It's already helped over 15,000 educators worldwide. We know that teachers want a tool to reduce work and engage with parents and carers in a meaningful way. So Evidence Me was designed in collaboration with teachers to ensure it has everything you need to make tracking and reporting as simple as it can be. It's quick and easy to use with the dedicated parent app, which includes two-way functionality, as well as being able to see observations from the teachers. Parents can comment and upload their own multimedia observations. You can sign up for a 14-day free trial at twosimple.com forward slash two Mr. P's. That's a number two simple.com forward slash the number two mrps joke 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 Right, so obviously we've had some some laughs, some serious stuff at the start of this app. Um, so I thought, as a as a gift to you for being so amazing, I've got some jokes I'd like to share with you. Right, here um, we go. I've got a couple a couple of like easy ones. So if you're listening with children, they might enjoy these ones. Then I've got a couple of couple of couple of cheeky ones, <laughs> and then I've got I've got my, my favourite one. So. What kind of exercise do lazy people do? I don't know. Diddly squats. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry. That is an absolute classic. (laughs) I'll give you that one. I like that one. Yeah. What does a nosy pepper do? Uh, Get jalapeno business. 
2021, I tell you, I am bringing the heat. Here we go. This is this is this is up there for me as well. <laughs> Sorry, there'll be people listening to this going, "That's not even funny." But yeah, um, a bear walks into a bar and says, "Give me a whiskey." And cola. Why the big paws? Asked the bartender. The bear shrugged. I'm not sure I was born with him. (laughs) 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 Were they the family friendly ones? They're the family friendly ones, yeah. Right. Now Um, comes the warning. Not really. They're not that bad. There was right. worse ones. Yeah. Why does a mermaid wear seashells? Because she outgrew her bee shells. <laughs> <laughs> this is this has got to be up there in the best ever joke section, I think. <laughs> what do you call a cheap circumcision? <laughs> a rip-off. <laughs> <laughs> my last one and I really do hope if you're listening to this I hope you are ruffling all over the place Uh, a monk who claims he saw the face of Jesus in his margarine tub was quoted saying I can't believe it's not Buddha <laughs> oh god. And they have been <coughs> the other Mr. Fees. <laughs> Just bringing a bit of light in the darkness. Do you know what? Uh, keep keep this up, Adam. You could be on the next New Year's honors list. <laughs> oh. Bringing the smiles. Um, so obviously this week has been an incredibly tough week and uh it's been stressful. Just just I think one big challenge for a lot of teachers is just not having the time to uh, get on, get the head round how to do everything. Now, um, I think if I could give anyone a little bit of advice when it comes to the whole remote learning, you know, online distant learning sort of thing is that, you know, one, no one has all the answers. So, be careful with social media. People who might be on social media and sort of saying, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that and the other stuff. You know, the likelihood is they're just doing what most people do on social media, which is is lie. So if I can say anything, like we're all in the same boat here. We're, we're going on this massive learning journey together. So we've just got to be realistic with it. Now, I know last week I was saying about don't reinvent the wheel and that's still a very valid tip. But, you know, don't be expecting to to all of a sudden overnight become sort of an expert on Google Classroom, Microsoft Teams, Seesaw, or whatever it might be. Although what I will say is why any school would choose to use Microsoft Teams is, is beyond me. If I had a penny for every message I've had about Microsoft Teams, honestly, I would have probably about 75p. But still... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, imagine imagine trying to get 
the likes of Isla logged in and doing work on Microsoft Teams, a piece of software that most adults struggle to comprehend. I mean, that's why I love uh, Seesaw, because it's just so easy and child-friendly. But, you know, a lot of the time, it's not even a school's decision. It's the local authority. But what I will say is, you know, keep your perspective with this in that this is going to be a learning journal, a learning journal, what we're talking about, learning journey. And it, it, it's going to take us a while to get where we want to be. And, and you don't need to worry about that. You don't need to stress about it. You know, it might be that this week you try one live lesson with your class. Next week, you build your confidence, you get to two and you sort of build yourself up that way. It doesn't need to be something where you're thrown into the deep end um, and, and it can overwhelm you sort of thing. But I'm sure for a lot of teachers, this week has made them incredibly tired. So another thing that we put out on on our socials was, I want your best example of teacher tired. Now, the response, over a thousand comments on the Facebook post, Adam, which was just unreal. So again, I'm not going to get through all of these, but some of them, some of them just tickled me so, so much. And so uh, I'll share a couple with you, right? And it's definitely something we're going to have to come back, come back to. And remember, guys, if you, um, if you are, or if you've got an example of a story, whether it's uh, whether it's teacher tired or whatever it might be, oh confession, head over to the website to mrpspodcast.com and get it shared. So here are some of my favourite uh, examples of teacher tired. When you're that. To define it, we're talking there's, there's levels of tired. You know, like, because um, I think there's different levels within teacher tired. So you know how when you were younger, you'd say you were tired and you'd be like, oh, God, I'm tired. And then you became a parent and there's a whole new level of tired. Oh, are you asking me that? I was asking you that. <laughs> are you all right, Adam? Sorry. You're still with me? Sorry, I drifted off there. No, I completely agree. There are different levels. And it's funny, isn't it? Because when you were a kid, and I'm sure everyone listening to this would have heard this before, when you were younger or when you were like in your teens and you'd do a shift, a four hour, you know, a <laughs> six, 10 at retail, and then you'd go home, you'd go, oh God, I'm knackered. And then your parents would go, tired? You don't know the bloody meaning of the word. And then you'd <laughs> yeah. go, shut up, I am tired. No, no, they were right. <laughs> they were 100% right. Because, hey, I tell you what, my goodness me. Yeah, it's funny you should say that because obviously Callum's got a bit of, a, he's got a part-time job at the minute uh, at WH Smith in the Trafford Centre and um, obviously he got furloughed during lockdown one. So he actually started his job. When did he start it? I think he started it in the December and then he got furloughed in March. Didn't go back into work until October, I think. And he's doing like four, a four eight on a Monday which which is the perfect shift because Monday is never busy at the Trafford Centre, is it? A Monday, yeah. I used to do a Monday night, but I do like a 4.10, not a 4.8. Don't they? They know the meaning of the word tired. Um, <laughs> so he'll come home after like a four-hour shift of just serving on the tills. In WH Smith, by the way, that has self-service tills. So he's probably sort of served a fraction of the customers I would have served when I was on the on the counter at the PLC at Next, just uh, <laughs> just pinging people on the phones. Adam215, Adam215. And I say that all the time. He'll come home and he'll be like, oh, I'm so tight. You don't know the bloody meaning of the word tired. Yeah. But that's, Shut um, up. 
that's got to be one of the best benefits of having triplets uh, by a country mile is that anyone that I know who has a child after, so since I became, uh, I've had the kids, I've the triplets, whenever one of my friends or anyone has a baby, they will always start off by saying, I just don't know how you did it, mate, with three. I just don't know how you did it with three. Uh, and I don't, to be honest, and I, I don't know what the answer they're expecting an answer to be, but it just, just, yeah, it gives me a sense of sort of like, well done, Lee, you managed to survive with three when these uh, struggle. One baby, joking, try three. So, uh, yeah, there are levels to tired, but when it comes to teacher tired, honestly, I don't think you can, uh, I don't think you can top it. So it's this idea of well, when you're running on empty in it. So you do things without thinking running on empty. Yeah. Well, these, I actually, uh, we, we've spoke about teach tired a few times, haven't we? And, and we had a bit of a, a chat on it on the, the Christmas live app. And uh, I actually put some on the Insta, um, my Insta live story. Cause if you, if you don't already go at to Mr. P's podcast on Insta and get it, give it a follow. It's yeah. basically just the other Mr. P, uh, but obviously all pod, uh, all pod gossip and, <laughs> and, 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 and pod, pod stories. Um, I put, I, put the thing on the, I put a thing on, on the uh, Insta story the other day because uh, obviously last week was crazy. It was absolutely insane. So tired. And I went over and I saw my mate and I said, do you want a brew? And I, I, you know, I don't drink hot drinks, but I don't mind making people brews. I said, do you, do you want a brew? And she was like, oh, I'd love a brew. I went, no worries. But I'm so tired. I'm like, no worries. Yeah. So I, I stumble in. That tired you drunk. Put, yeah, put, put a bit of coffee in. Pour the, pour the, uh, the, the kettle water in. And then, <laughs> uh, and then I just go in the fridge. And then I just go in the fridge. And just hook the mayonnaise out and try and put mayonnaise into a cup of tea, a cup of coffee. And then I like realized, and I was going, what a doofus. <laughs> what an idiot. So I put it back and got the milk. And then it was kind of like, I, I, I didn't want anything else but to just kind of just crawl into bed. Yeah. Ashamed. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I've got a few stories here, and these are. Uh... These are brilliant. So best examples of teacher tired and we'll have to come back and revisit some of them. So um, we were discussing Hitler with the class. A student made a great comment. So I wrote her name on the board for a house point. Her name began with H. I wrote Hitler. I gave Hitler a house point. (laughs) 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 I usually run with my dogs. I was out running on my own and a family stopped to let me pass. As I went past them, I shouted, come on, let's go, in a high-pitched voice to my non-existent dogs. (laughs) But you can imagine the family just going, does she want us to join in in that? Does she want us to run with her? (laughs) Right, I uh, copied something onto my iPhone by holding my finger down and highlighting it, then moved my finger onto my iPad and tried to paste it through the magic of thin air. (laughs) And and this one, (laughs) and this one. So came home shattered, lay down on my bed and promptly fell asleep. 
woke up and looked at the clock. It said 7.30. And as it was dark, I assumed it was the next morning and I had slept right through the night. I rushed for a wee whilst trying desperately to find the school number on my phone to ring to say I was a little late or I would be a little late. I caught sight of myself in the bathroom mirror and was amazed to see that I had, a, I had my makeup on. How the hell have you woke up with your makeup on? I was wondering when you've just woke up at 7.30 a.m. It honestly took me around 15 seconds of pondering and looking at myself to realize it was still the same day and it was 7.30 p.m. <laughs> I had snoozed for nearly three hours and woke up confused, assuming it was the next day. <laughs> or in a work clothes. <laughs> and this one I might finish on this one because there's so many others to, 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 to share right I got dressed for work pulled my tights on did the usual wiggle dance into them seemed a little shorter than normal hey ho they will stretch I thought by break time I'm having to hoist my crotch up all morning I popped to the loo oh yes that will do it I was wearing my nine-year-old daughter's tights had to take them off and put my knickers over the top like some demented superhero to keep them up. Epic fail. I gave my TA a good giggle. <laughs> oh, they're good. They're very, very good. <laughs> oh, love it. Love it. So, um, yeah, there's a thousand of them we've got to get through. Um, there, was, <laughs> there was one I can't remember, that I looked at on, on Facebook. And um, <laughs> you know when you shouldn't laugh, but it just tickles you. I can't remember it word for word, and I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna look it up because it'll take too much time. But it was basically, I um, it was something like I, I was so tired that uh, I left my my car w w without the um, what's it called? What's the handbrake? Handbrake. So I left it with the handbrake off, and it started rolling. Luckily, it stopped. Uh, in front of the car, you know, stop just before touching another car. Then someone commented underneath saying, oh, that's lucky. I once left my handbrake off and it ran me, <laughs> it ran me over. <laughs> and it just, I mean, obviously I'm not like, I mean, she's obviously okay because she, she commented on it, but I hope she's okay. <laughs> Otherwise she's, uh, <laughs> she's tweeting from a coma. But um, yeah, they really tickled me. So again, if you've got an example of, teacher tired uh get it shared at the website and uh you might feature on another upcoming episode right so um i'm just i'm just i'm just thinking there that 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 story there with the with the woman who or was it a woman or a man which one the, the car running themselves over <laughs> i think it was a woman i'll see if i can, go on right you, so I'll try and find it no i'm just I'm, I'm just laughing because it's like you know Oh, have you heard about have you heard about Jane? No, what? She got run over. Oh, are you joking? Is she okay? Yeah. Who ran her over? Herself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the one I think. All right, right, yeah. So took the car out again, not realizing the handbrake wasn't on. Tried to get the baby and toddler into the car. It then started rolling down the hill. I'm holding onto the door frame, thinking I'm Superwoman who can stop moving cars. Thankfully, the car parked in front stopped stopped the car. I did manage to slow it down. And then someone's replied going, you were really lucky. I know someone who got run over and injured by their own car when she reached in to get <laughs> to get a cat in its basket. <laughs> you know what? Do you know what? 
Do you know what I'm laughing at when you were like thinking I'm superwoman? I wonder if the woman with the nine-year-old tights and the knickers ran out to help. I'm here to save the day. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we're laughing because we know everyone was safe. Um, you know, we wouldn't be laughing at someone who was seriously injured there. Just uh, just minor injuries. Right. Um, so I've got a couple of sort of uh, general stories to share with you i've got some general stories got some o's got some uh confessions and of course we're going to finish the episode welcoming back the one the only cockney john so let's play the jingle for our teacher stories uh uh yeah 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 uh listen stories uh uh mr p's bringing the heat uh <laughs> can y'all hear that can y'all hear that Check it out, yeah. Okay, so we're going to just start with this one. A uh, bit of a warning, there is a bit of language. So, you know, you've had, you have been warned. Right, so four-year-old twins in a school in Sunderland. 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 So, with a broad Mackham. <laughs> oh, God. Right, went into the toilet. One came back out and announced to the whole class, Miss? <laughs> Miss? It's... <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, oh, right. I'll tell you what, you do it, Adam. You do it, because I can't do the accent. How uh, I've got a copy of it here. Four-year-old tri- twins in a school in Sunderland with a very broad Mackham accent went into the toilet. One came back out and announced to the whole class, How we are, miss? It smells like shit in there. <laughs> I corrected him and said, No, <laughs> no, that's poo. He put his head back in the toilets, sniffed twice and said, nah, man, it's definitely shite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was, yeah, you did that justice there. I'd have ruined that with my terrible, I don't even know what type of accent it is. Awful. Um, It was like, it was like an American, Scottish, Irish accent you did. Um, hey man, it smells like it smells like it smells like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying my best. Right, here's another one. I used to work in a Church of England school, and different children were chosen to say a quick prayer before the end of the day. One child asked me if he could do it that day because he had something particular he wanted to pray for. It was lovely and quiet, and he said, "I want to pray for my brother because he's got to have a, an operation." Because I didn't want to take a guess here at what why his brother needs an operation. Uh, circumcision. Oh, you're close. I want to pray for my brother because he's got to have an operation because he burned his willy in the shower. Cue <laughs> 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 hilarious laughter until I said, it might sound funny, boys, but imagine it was you. <laughs> Good save. <laughs> Yeah, teacher save. <laughs> you might be laughing now, but that could easily quite have been you, right? So, um, I, I'm, just, I'm just laughing there, sorry. Is that there's a difference there, like between a teacher of that standard of like, hey, listen, lads, like, you know, could be you to, to what Cockney John would have said. <laughs> I just had a vision then. It'd be like, <laughs> and he'd be like, now nah, listen, how would you like it if you burnt your bollocks? <laughs> <laughs> have you scolded your shaft 
from Essex. Oh my God, did you just scold your scaft? <laughs> that is so ream. <laughs> oh, oh God. I need to brush up on my accents. Right. Let's get a couple of O's <laughs> down us. A couple of Cheerios. Oh, yeah, I've got an O. Right. Oh, what a nose. When you really make a terrible shout And you don't know what you're talking about Everyone remembers what I know Okay, so um, Gonna start the O process uh, <laughs> With a little bit of a throwback That a few episodes ago, I said, um, I mentioned an O that I did where, again, it, it was kind of like teacher tired uh, or TA tired in my case, where I, I came outside, put the bins out. And then if you remember, I, asked, went, and sh- uh, I went and shat. I went and <laughs> <laughs> I went. <laughs> I went and sat in the passenger seat of my car and just like waited there for a good few seconds and then realized what am I doing? I'm the driver. Yeah. And then I nearly bloody ran myself over. <laughs> um, so it says here, this, this, uh, Stacy messaged and she said, thought I'd write with a bit of an O, uh, spell O H. So a little bit of an O before the O, yeah. uh, because an O is just the simple one the letter. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> Don't know how you can spell it wrong. <laughs> um, a few episodes ago, you mentioned the other Mr. P getting in the passenger seat of a car and waiting for someone to drive before realizing he was a driver. Well, I'm a teacher and travel around to different schools. I was on my way to a school I'd not been to before and slowed down as I approached a traffic jam in front of me. I craned my neck to see temporary traffic lights about 10 cars ahead. They turned to the green, but no one moved. I was nice and early for my visit, (laughs) so didn't stress and just thought the front car must have not have noticed. After a while, they turned green again. (laughs) Again. (laughs) (laughs) I think I know where this is going. Again, no one moved. <laughs> Getting a little agitated. <laughs> Getting a little... Getting a little agitated, I gave a little blast on my horn. <laughs> so English. It's so English, isn't it? It's just like, I really don't want to, but that's two wait, green wait, lights. Wait, wait. <laughs> it gets more. It gets more. <laughs> So I gave a little blast on my horn, then ducked down so I didn't receive any angry glares. (laughs) (laughs) The third time they changed the green. (laughs) I'll tell you what, I don't even temporary traffic lights as well. It's like she's been there for 15 minutes. The class, so the, the, the class time. are all waiting for her. The class are there like, hang on, two more minutes and we've got a free. And <laughs> she stood there beeping the horn and then Go on. The third time they changed to green, <laughs> I'd had enough and decided to go for it. Only to drive past a line of empty park cars. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh, you knew it was coming. Yeah. You knew it was coming. Yeah, oh. but it was still so good. <laughs> Amazing. Oh. <laughs> that's that, that's, I tell you. Do you know Stacey, what? Mate? Thank you. <laughs> you named and shamed her as well. <laughs> oh, Stace. Oh, God. Do you know what's amazing about that? Hey, like, the fact... <laughs> if, anyone, just... if, anyone, if anyone beeps at you and then you turn around, you can't see the driver, it's probably <laughs> Stacey. Yeah. But it's the way she did it to no one. I can just imagine her beeping along, <laughs> ducking, and there's no one around. I'd love if you were, like, in an apartment looking <laughs> out going, yeah, that woman's parked behind all them parked cars. And then she beeps and ducks. <laughs> oh, oh my God, that's that's oh. amazing. I don't think I'm going to be able to top that, but I have got, I've got a couple right. Oh, right, needs compo- composure. Right, during a recent year four art lesson, where we were learning to sketch three D objects in the style of Andy Warhol, we were replicating his famous Campbell soup can picture. I was modeling my version, stopping at various points to model how to reflect, edit, and improve my work. Oh, classic modeling there. All was going well until it came to my depiction of the Campbell's font. I stepped back from the flip chart and proceeded to say, okay, children, thinking critically, if there's one thing I wish I could improve, it would be my b-hole. I'm not really happy <laughs> with it. My p-hole is my... Hang on. Right, let me just go again. <laughs> okay, children, thinking critically. <laughs> if there's one thing I wish I could improve, it would be my b-hole. I'm not really happy with it. My p-hole is so much bigger than my b-hole, and that really shouldn't be... <laughs> I keep a straight face. <laughs> and that really shouldn't be the case. I want everyone to stop and look at my b-hole. <laughs> Cute sniggers from around the room of not so innocent year fours, mortified. Oh my god! If I was in that class as year four and my teacher was going on about b holes being bigger than p holes, oh, I'd lose it. I'd lose it. Right here we go. I've got a classic, classic. Oh, hi guys! Love the podcast. Can't wait for the live events to start again. My friends and I saw you in Newport. Best night out ever. God, how long ago was that? Now that Newport show. It's near like like a year, was year it? And five months maybe. Yeah. So my story. A few years ago in the staff room, I was telling friends that I wanted to take my son ice skating, but wasn't sure about my daughter as she was only four and a bit clumsy. My work BFF said, they have little penguins that help the younger children. I then went off on a bit of a rant how that might be dangerous. They could bite. Do penguins bite, I thought? Animal cruelty, etc. The staff room went silent. My BFF clears a throat. Yeah, they're not real penguins. They're plastic ones. (laughs) (laughs) These these are some of the best O's we've ever had. Uh, Classic, classic. Um, she's put she's put a, an injury one in, but I'll share that at a later date. Um, right? Yeah, I think I think we've got enough. I, I don't think I can count. I don't think I've got nothing left. 
Um, but yeah, yeah they were they were they were three absolute barnstormers. Yeah, yeah, quality, quality. Right, so let's now move on and get some confessions under our belt. Teacher confessions, man, I'm thrilled and I don't know what to do. I guess I gotta tell Mr. P's my confession. If I'm gonna tell it, then I gotta tell it out. Damn near cried when I sent that email. I'm so thrilled, I don't know what to do to tell Mr. P's my confession. Right, so confessions this week. Uh, Would you like us to start with a bit of a juicy one? Um, <laughs> yes, please. Do I? Uh, right. My confession goes back to my NQT year. I was newly single and definitely ready to mingle. <laughs> Whilst out on the staff Christmas party, I met a man and we got dancing, chatting, dot, 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 the usual. So Adam, what does the usual consist? <laughs> what if I ask you this? What's the usual for you there? Chatting, dancing, the usual, anything you'd add to that? Uh, I'd go chatting, dancing, a little bit of the old tonsil tennis and a kebab. (laughs) (laughs) We ended up kissing and going back to his house to do the deed. In the morning, I woke up to him bringing me a cuppa. I thought, how lovely. When he put it on the bedside table, I saw a photograph of him and a young boy. I asked, who's that in the picture? I knew very well who the boy was because he was a child in my class. He replied, my son, O-M-G. I'd slept with a child in my class's dad. I explained who I was and he laughed. Bet he did. <laughs> Bet he was straight into the WhatsApp group with the lads. He, uh, he only had the child every other weekend, so had never been to the school. I was so embarrassed. You could not have got me out of the room quick enough. Well... The man carried on texting me and we ended up getting in a relationship once the child was in year one and out of my class. Been together five years and we're supposed to get married this year. Keep up the amazing work on the pod, guys. <laughs> what? Yeah, happy ending there. Yeah, dudes. Yeah. This is what I mean. You know, don't ever, don't ever have a go at male or female who take a chance on yeah. the old one-nighter because you never know where it'll lead. Never know where it could lead. Absolutely. Right, here we go. Um, this one's a long one, but it's... Uh, this one, I know we sort of say that the podcast isn't educational, but you're going to learn something here, guys. Stay with me. It's a long one, but you will learn something. Right. Hi, Mr. Pease. First of all, thank you both for the pods this autumn term. It's been one of the hardest in my teaching career, but the fortnightly episodes have certainly helped ease that struggle. So thank you. Appreciate that. Hope you're enjoying these weekly episodes. Okay, so here is my teacher confession. I didn't think I would ever be in a position to laugh about this, but hey, it's anonymous. So here goes. So in the summer of 2020, many teachers and teaching assistants found themselves in a rather unusual setup of teaching in bubbles for particular year groups that had been permitted to return to school. Myself and some fellow colleagues embraced this challenge and particularly enjoyed the opportunity to unwind and catch up in a more relaxed way during our lunch break. With one whole hour at our disposal and no books to mark, myself and a couple of members of staff found ourselves getting well acquainted again after the lockdown period. Just a side note here, I was and still am single and terribly unlucky in love. 
This proved to be a hot topic of discussion during our lunchtime catch-ups. Do you think this... I've, I've got a theory here in that I think there's sort of a member of staff in most schools who who is that person who is sort of single, just always on the cusp of finding love, and then the staff room's that place where those tales are told and um, those, you know, adventures are shared and everyone can join in. Anyway, right. That proved to be the hot topic of discussion during our lunchtime catch-ups. Being a predominantly female staff team, I sought the opportunity to take advice from the only member of staff about the perils of my, what turned out to be, disastrous summer fling. So I'd started seeing a guy. Um, So I'd started seeing a guy, socially distanced, of course, lol, and one thing led to another, and when the rules permitted, we found ourselves back at my place. Without lowering the tone of the pod, I'll just say that things didn't and couldn't stay up. And I just put this down to nerves and perhaps lockdown dry spells. <laughs> anyway, we met up a few more times. <laughs> uh, we met up a few more times and the situation kept occurring. I never encountered this before, so decided to seek advice from my male colleague as to whether this was normal. Cue lots of jokes and innuendos, which encouraged me to finally call it a day with the guy. Go on, Adam. Is it is it normal? Uh, well, <laughs> no. Um, are we talking about? We, we are talking about the old, the old El Erectino, aren't we? The what? The old Erectino. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I've inferred. I've used my comprehension because, knowledge to because infer. Because if you want, if you want, if you want a funny one, uh, I don't mind. I don't mind. You know, laying bare. This is my podcast, our podcast. I don't mind coming clean. Um, <laughs> I've never, I've never had that problem at all. You know, my little soldier stands to attention when needed. Um, but there was a time during one time during drink <laughs> where. It um it didn't happen for me. It, it was it was a it was a mixture of I'd, I'd been in a hot tub, and and I was really I was very drunk, very long time ago, and it didn't happen. And I stupidly told the boys about it, so they they then rewrote the songs, they rewrote the songs. You know, um, I just can't get enough. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it was going, and they they, they said uh, when I was with Parky. He went out of his mind. He just didn't get it up. He just didn't get it up, right? And then, and then they'd all burst out with, duh, 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 duh. you know, oh, honestly, horrendous. Right. So but she yeah. decided. She decided to call it a day, um, due to due to well, due to what we've just established there. So. Um, fast forward to the autumn term and a tradition between a few of us at work is to write a funny verse in a card when it's our birthday. The male colleague in which I'd confided my personal dramas decided to have decided to crank it up a notch this year and write me a full-blown poem based on the highs and lows, literally, of my dating disasters this year. So on my birthday card, I open up the lovely card from said colleague to which I find a poem, five verses, detailing my disastrous dating escapades, which had me howling with laughter, and I thanked him for the funny gesture. I can't recite the whole poem, but let's just say the word 
and you know, mind my language here, cock and shock were used as rhyming couplets in one for, in one verse, as well as he can't get it up, she can't get it hard. Now poor Miss Didada is in a mod, right? The follow this is where this is the twist in the tale. The following morning, setting up my lessons for the day ahead, and I'm summoned to the head's office. Faces of thunder greet me, as well as a copy of the poem. I didn't know where to look. My head teacher informs me that she's received a copy of the whole poem via a cyber alert as my, in brackets, absolute idiot of a colleague typed it on his school laptop at home. <laughs> we were told of all the seriousness of the seriousness of the matter, and all of a sudden what turned from a harmless bit of fun had resulted in a seriously scary situation. As the poem had included hideously inappropriate language, the matter was to be investigated further by HR. The poet in question had turned whiter than PVA, the good stuff too. And we all returned to class unsure of the fate of our careers. Not sure how to handle this fear, we opened our class doors, greeted our ch children as normal, and, oh yes, had to endure a freaking learning walk that morning. Anyway, thankfully, this tale has a relatively positive ending in which all members of staff in question remain in post after an investigation highlighted the innocent nature of the incident. However, I'm left feeling slightly awkward knowing my head teacher has visions of my explicit date dating escapades and I still find it hard to look them in the eye. Merry Christmas to you both and thanks again for all the laughter. So the lesson to be learned there, guys, is if you are if you are going to have that sort of cheeky banter with your work colleagues, don't do it on a school device because the system is in place that will flag that up and that could end up going on your permanent record. Yeah, yeah you've just... You've just hit a firewall, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was what was making me laugh is uh, when the poet got done. When the guy who's Mister <laughs> Mister Way, you couldn't get that guy that you couldn't get that guy hard. I bet he couldn't get it up for a while under the pressure. <laughs> you could just imagine though, like. I, I would find that funny. Like that's something I do, like proper take the mick. And there's people at my school that I can have that sort oh, of. Oh, I know, I know, I know. It'd be something you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you could have you could have that sort of banter, and it'd be funny if you know. But uh, could you imagine being summoned to the head office or the head's office and then oh. just being shown that? Oh my god, you'd you'd want the ground to eat you up, wouldn't you? You'd be absolutely Horrendous. crapping it. Absolutely crapping it. A child has just rinsed you. Grab that red paper towel now. Hold your head in shame. To Mr. B's in a podcast. Teacher Burns, are you ready for this one? Uh, I've got a couple. In my school, we enjoy a talent show every year, but this year, due to COVID restrictions, we pre-recorded acts and streamed it as a full show. To add some variety, we did a teacher's version of the talent show, and I got roped in to do an act. I decided to make a joke act and do some magic tricks, which was basically two minutes of me making a fool of myself, including disappearing behind a sheet when I could actually be seen running away. It was streamed in the evening, so I watched it with my family. After watching my act, which they found funny, I turned to my eight-year-old son to ask what he thought. He turned to me straight-faced and said, that wasn't magic, that was tragic. 
<laughs> Brilliant. Right. When I was told, when I told my year six class that we'd adopted a dog, someone asked me why we hadn't got a puppy. I explained that it wouldn't be fair to a puppy as I worked full time. Uh, where do you work? He asked innocently. <laughs> <laughs> right. And last one. Last week, discussing Black Lives Matter, I referred to an ex-boyfriend in passing. One boy said, Miss, you had a boyfriend? And I confirmed as such his response, but your personality. <laughs> I, proceeded to, <laughs> I proceeded to fall about laughing. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I love about those, those burns is that they just don't understand how much they absolutely kill the teacher. It's just said so sort of uh, innocently. But, well, apart from that first one, the uh, that wasn't magic, that's tragic. That's something straight out of a Simon Cowell handbook, that, innit? But that one there where it's like... Too funny. But, but your, your personality. Yeah. Um, I completely forgot. I meant to say this at the start of the ep, but I'm going to say it now because before we go into the finale... Uh, so... In school, I was playing, um, finish the day off with a little bit of countdown, a little bit of, um, you know, just the word the word game in, in countdown, put the clock yeah. on the screen and do 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 yeah. And anyway, there was, there, was, there was four or five kids in there and I was playing along. And to be fair, I was doing pretty well. Uh, you know, I was pretty proud of myself. I was getting fives, <laughs> you know, on the regs. Yeah. And um anyway, it was like a close run thing between between three or four of them. And it gets to the final one, right? And these two kids are tying, right? Yeah. This kid goes, I've got a three, right? <laughs> this is the kid who won the previous day. He goes, I've got yeah. a three. Yeah. I go, ooh. And I go, what have you got, my mate? And he went, four <laughs> right yeah so i went oh i was going you can imagine what i'm like in class yeah the kids must love it i was like oh no way pap 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 he's got a four <laughs> and then anyway this kid goes i said what's your three and he went two and i went ain't two stopping you now brother you just got yourself three points right yeah and then I come to this kid who's the nervous wreck, right? <laughs> and he goes, and I went, what's your four? <laughs> what's your four? He went, pony, right? <laughs> I looked at the letters and there wasn't a Y there. And I went, oh no. I said, oh, how have you spelt it, mate? And he went, you know, p r n e. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I said, so so unlucky. I said, we will just check it. Because on this countdown game, you press reveal and it comes yeah. up with all the possible words, right? Lo and behold, <laughs> the kid erupted as I scroll down because P-O-N-E is there. Yeah. And I looked up the meaning and it was unleavened maize bread in the form <laughs> of a flat oval cake originally 
prepared with water by North American Indians and cooked in hot ashes. <laughs> would it be like um so, uh, would it be like ponies in like mascarpone? I don't like know. So I, I so I revealed to the kid. Yeah. You've only gone and done it. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was saying to me. I didn't even know it was a type of bread. <laughs> I know, no one did. Yeah, but I just thought, could um, you not re- rearrange the letters and just have nope? That would have spelled it, wouldn't uh, it? N-O-P-E? Oh, that yes, wouldn't be a yeah. proper word, would it? Well, no, I think nope does count, actually. I think someone did say that on a different round, but yeah, yeah don't ruin my game, man. Don't take <laughs> Pony away from him. <laughs> no, no, it's... It's a great, I mean, take the risk, take the risk. Though it was making me, it was making me laugh because the joy, the yeah. joy when he saw that Pony <laughs> was there. And then I couldn't stop laughing. I was going like, I was literally going like, originally prepared by North American Indians. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Is it time? Right. Let's hit the jingle. Cockney, Cockney, can't you see? Sometimes your views just hypnotise me. Cockney Johns. No, 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 views. Right, so um, after IC2, Mr P's heroic ran that got him in the national press, this one could land us in national jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we have um, to start with thought, a warning? We will start with a warning, but before we do that, um, you know, so much stuff has happened to teachers, TAs, school staff, everyone within schools recently. And obviously, you've heard IC2 and Mr. P's amazing views on it. I gave a little bit of a shout out video. We thought you deserve to hear the view of <laughs> one more person. And that view is of the notorious kind. Yeah. Um, but before we do continue, uh, we do just want to say that even though we love the guy, these are his views. Yeah. So don't don't kind of switch the pod off or get annoyed because this is just classic grade A seasoned Salt Bay Cockney John. Yeah, just okay. before we do start, uh, the views expressed by Cockney Don... Oh. Jeez, I've done it. Cockney Don again. <laughs> <laughs> the views. Me. The views from Cockney John do not reflect those of two Mr. P's, and anything he does say are not necessarily agreed by us two or uh, believed by us two. They are simply we are just simply sharing one man's view uh, of the world for your for your enjoyment. Is that all right? Does that does that is that legally binding? Does that keep us clear? Uh, I'd say that's about about right. Yeah, yeah. Right. basically we're just going to laugh at it. Set. Go on. Right, here we go. So we asked Cockney John this week to just give his take on, obviously, what's been going on. Yeah. Are, are we ready? hmm Okay. The children are in school. The children are out of school. You do the hokey-cokey and you turn around. <laughs> That's what the DFE is all about. <laughs> I mean, as starts Wrong go, start. 
one of his finest. <laughs> Sunday night, we're all safe. Monday night, everyone has to run for the hills and bury themselves in their basements. But don't worry, it wasn't as dangerous as on Sunday. The Sunday corona could be brushed off with a wet paper towel. It's the Monday corona that kills. <laughs> that Monday rona. Thank you. Thank you, Boris Johnson, for stepping up just in time to save us all. Let's face it. Let's face it. The man is more confused than Scooby Doo. <laughs> I knew. I knew I couldn't do that line. Sorry, let me go again. Let's just face it. The man is more confused than Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and then we have the right honourable Gavin Williamson, CBE MP. I wish I could say something funny about the man, but somehow this f***ing idiot is in charge of education. <laughs> He's the kid who comes in on a Monday with third-degree burns on his face because he wanted to see if fire was hot. <laughs> yeah it... yeah it's hot Gavin so stop touching it you overprivileged moron it's <laughs> <laughs> dumb Albert, Arn Albert Einstein defined insanity as doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results <laughs> As far as I can tell, Gav has proved his theory. <laughs> I mean, this is epic stuff. <laughs> oh, God. But it's okay because the government have provided us with all the required infrastructure that we need to. Hang on. But have we got the laptops? No. But Gav's mates got huge payouts to provide them and didn't provide them. F*** me. <laughs> Well, at least they're providing food for the most vulnerable. What the f*** do you mean a 23-year-old football player has to try and sort it? I want us all to be very clear here. At this moment in time, our Prime Minister is so unsure how many children he has, he can't answer the question. <laughs> Meanwhile, a 23-year-old football player is making sure our children are fed. Now, don't get me wrong. I know these are unprecedented times for us all. But if we're going to do, but if all we're going to do is wait to see what Nicola Sturgeon does, then double it. F*** you, Tories. <laughs> <laughs> and f*** you too, anyone who has supported this show. And before any of you dumb idiots write in to complain... To Mr. P, remember, A, I've been hospitalised with corona as a direct result of being in a classroom. And B, I don't give a shit about you or your hurt feelings. <laughs> but Again, like every just, other before, teacher, just before you do, please don't complain to me. <laughs> I've got enough on my plate. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, this is just Cockney, John. You can, if you've got complaints... Can you um, forward them to, uh, what's his email address, Adam? Cockneyjohn at doesn'tgiveableep.com. <laughs> um, but like every other teacher and teaching assistant in the world, 
I will continue to try and keep you alive whilst teaching your children. Anyway, enough of that shit. It was my birthday last week, and I want to say thank you to everyone who messaged. The podcast group has been more than just a fan page for me. It has reminded me <laughs> that even though I can't see any of you at the moment, you're all still here fighting a good fight every day for our future. Oh, yeah. And just in case any of you thought I was getting a bit too serious on this one, Boris Johnson is a meanie, beanie, poo-head. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Come at me, bro. <laughs> but I do, that's it. I mean, I, I've got to give him his props there. There is some absolute doozies in that. But yeah. I did just want to say, um, Cockney John was, uh, did test positive uh for 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 the rid the rona yeah um and he he has been really really poorly um, yeah he said you know yeah he, he has been really poorly for 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 you're talking you're genuinely talking over a month now that he's he's still struggling is he still um, vaping <laughs> uh i played the fifth on that one <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's vaping the vaccine <laughs> Darth yeah. Vader in the vaccine <laughs> yeah but uh, no thank you big shout out to Cutty John I, I yeah. think my favourite bit of that I like the Gavin Williamson bit yeah <laughs> that's so funny. but when he compared Boris to Scooby Doo I can't believe no one's done that before you know what I mean when what he sees Rishi Sunak well, <laughs> <laughs> Rishi just like like what are we doing PM <laughs> uh, I don't know I don't know <laughs> uh, and then reveal it at the end <laughs> reveal Corona and it turns out to be Nigel Farage <laughs> it was you all along <laughs> Well, you're not laughing now, are you? <laughs> oh, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> oh. <laughs> One of my favourite lines in Gavin and Stacey of all time is the Christmas special where uh, Coach Dave Coaches squares up to, um, oh God, what's he called? Pete. Pete, yeah. <laughs> and he square up and then Coach David, Dave Coaches goes, uh, I'll sort you out in a minute. I'm dealing with Scrappy Do. <laughs> That's one of my favourite lines. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know why that reminded me of it. Right, so um, oh, that brings us to the end of another episode, guys. I, uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it's uh, given you a few giggles. As always, please do go to Apple Podcasts, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, like Adam said, we ended up being number two in the education charts just behind uh, TED Talks, which is amazing. We were actually in the top 100 podcasts um, in the UK this week as well, which was pretty, uh, pretty special. So just all your support can help us get further up the charts, which just helps more people see it and join the, the pod community. To everyone who's joined the Facebook group over the past 
week. Thank you. Welcome. I uh, hope you find it useful just for a bit of comic relief. Like Adam said, do go to Instagram, follow our Instagram account to Mr. P's podcast and uh, go to the website. If you've got a story or anything you want to share, questions, anything like that, nominations, confessions, uh, those juicy ones get us going each time. So yeah, hope you all have a fantastic week. Keep doing the amazing job that you're doing because you are making a, a massive difference. And we both certainly appreciate all your efforts. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week with another episode. So like, what decision are you making a mess of this week, Boris? I, I don't know. <laughs>